Letter 40 of the Sylph. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. The Sylph by Georgiana Cavendish, Duchess of Devonshire. Letter 40. To Colonel Montague. Congratulate me, my dear Jack, on having beaten the Baron out of the pit. He is off, my boy, and now I may play a safer game. For between ourselves, I have as much inclination to sleep in a whole skin as somebody else you and I know of. I have really been more successful than I could have flattered myself I should be. But the devil still stands my friend, which is but grateful to be sure, as the devil is in it if one good turn does not deserve another and I have helped his sable divinity to many a good job in my day. The summit of my wishes was to remove this troublesome fellow, but he has taken himself clean out of the kingdom, lest the fame of his Dulcinea should suffer in the morning post. He, if any man could, would not scruple drubbing the hydra of scandal, but then the stain would still remain where the blot had been made. I think you will be glad that he is punished, at any rate, for his impertinent interferences in your late affair with the recruit's sweetheart these delicate minds are ever contriving their own misery and from their exquisite sensibility find out the method of refining on torture thus in a fit of heroics he has banished himself from the only woman he loves and who in a short time unless my ammunition fails or my mind springs too soon he might have a chance of being happy with was he cast in mortal mould but i take it he is one of that sort which madame savine calls a pumpkin fried in snow or engendered between a lapland sailor and a mermaid on the icy plains of greenland even the charms of julia can but just warm him he does not burn like me the consuming fire of etna riots not in his veins or he would have lost all consideration but that of the completion of his whims. Mine have become ten times more eager from the resistance I have met with. Fool that I was not to be able to keep a rein over my transports till I had extinguished the lights, but to see her before me, my pulse beating with tumultuous passion, and my villainous fancy anticipating the tempting scene, all conspired to give such spirit to my caresses as ill-suited with the character I assumed of an indifferent husband. Like Callista of old, she soon discovered the god under the semblance of Diana. Heavens! How she fired up, and like the leopard, appeared more beauteous when heightened by anger. But in vain, my pretty trembler, in vain you struggle in the toils. Thy price is paid, and thou wilt soon be mine. Stanley has lost everything to me but his property and his wife's person, and though perhaps he shall make a few wry faces, he must digest that bitter pill. He has obliged her to give up all her jointure, so she has now no dependence. What a fool he is! But he has ever been so. The most palpable cheat passes on him, and though he is morally certain that to play and to lose is one and the same thing, yet nothing can cure his cursed itch of gaming notwithstanding all the remonstrances i have made and the dissuasives i have daily used he is bent upon his own destruction and since that is plainly the case why may not i and a few clever fellows like myself
take advantage of his egregious folly. It was but yesterday I met him. I am most consumedly the flat key bit off, said he, but I know not what to do with myself. For God's sake, let us have a little touch at billiards, piquet, or something to drive the devil melancholy out of my citadel, touching his bosom. For by my soul, I believe I shall make away with myself, if left to my own agreeable meditations. As usual, I advised him to reflect how much luck had run against him, and begged him to be cautious, that I positively had no pleasure in playing with one who never turned a game. But I should look out for someone who understood billiards well enough to be my conqueror. "'What the devil!' cried he. "'You think me a novice? Come, come!' I will convince you to your sorrow. I know something of the game. I'll bet you five hundred, Biddulph, that I pocket your ball in five minutes. You can't beat me, said I. I will give you three. I'll be damned if I accept three. No, no, let us play on the square. So to it we went, and as usual it ended. The more he loses, the more impetuous and eager he is to play. There will be a confounded bustle soon. His uncle, old Stanley, is coming up to town. In disposing of his wife's jointure, part of which was conducted with an estate of square toes, the affair has consequently reached his ears, and he is all fury upon the occasion. I believe there has been a little chicanery practiced between Sir William and his lawyer, which will prove but an ugly business. However, thanks to my foresight in these matters, I am out of the scrape but I can see the baronet is cursedly off the hooks from the idea of its transpiring, and had rather see the devil than the dawn. He has burnt his fingers, and smarts till he roars again. Adieu, dear Jack. Remember thy old friend, Thidolf. End of Letter 40